Okay, hello everyone. It's one o'clock Eastern Standard on Tuesday. This is Mike. I'll be your host for the Sweet Dash Q&A webinar. I hope everyone's doing well. Why don't we get started by everyone jump into your chat and say hi. Let us know where you're from. Maybe include your the niche of your business and we'll get to know everyone and then we'll get started. Hey Gregston. Terry from California. See a few others in here. Shamika, good to see you. I will be updating you on LMS shortly. I assume you're here for that. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Shamika. <clears throat> I mean, really, I really, I really think that you have a special connection with this feature, and I'll be. <clears throat> extremely happy if you're happy when we when we come out uh you know that said the first iteration as always will will have additional things that need that could be need be added over the over course of time but i think that it'll be quite usable from the beginning all right hi um yudidski is i'm saying that right or is there a first name i, I don't want to refer to you by the wrong name from houston and Oh, Tanya, that's easier. Yeah, great. And uh, remote bookkeeping. Yeah, so good. These are all uh, obviously niches in that are quite popular with our with our users. So you guys are in the right place. Uh, let me go ahead and get started by saying if you haven't if you don't have a free trial with Sweet Dash, just go ahead and do that. There's no reason not to. Uh, we don't stalk you. We don't have collectors, or we don't take a credit card. So it's a good way for you to go ahead and see. Um, what the software is all about and get yourself started make sure that it's right for you along your journey here is the documentation at help.sweetdash.com we spend a lot of time here every week updating uh, of course we releasing new features all the time each one of those has documentation and that's worked on diligently um, thank you noel for the heading of that team and um, so please do come here and type your question you know, what is the start page, right? Well, we have an answer for you. What's a start page? So there, we can, assigning a start page, you can go look. We make nice little boxes and arrows to really help you along visually so it doesn't look like a wall of text. And then if you're an extreme visual learner and videos are the best way for you, then Sweet Dash Academy, which you can find at academy.sweetdash.com, will be the place for you to start. And we are expanding this even uh, as of last week, this week, and into the future. All right, so Sweet Dash webinar, how does it work? Well, one thing we cannot do in 45 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, is walk through all the functionality that we that is included in Sweet Dash. That would be impossible because it's quite deep. Um, Sweet Dash is designed to be a software platform that you can customize to your particular needs. So in that way, it's made in a very flexible way, um, meaning it can do many, many different things. But it also means that there's no step one, step two, step three that works for everyone. And that being the case, it can be somewhat overwhelming in the beginning to understand which way to step first. And that's understandable uh, it's with something like this. It can be set up very simply, but it also can be taken to 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 
an extreme of complexity. So there's there's some range in between. So what we try to do here is provide a place where you can come and uh, ask questions, and I can do my best to help you over these conceptual hurdles and get you to the next step. And also it's a good place for us to listen to you and hear the kind of things, the frustrations that you might be having or the ideas that you have. Many We've had many features that come right out of the webinar and that's uh, a common thing for us. We, we're, we like to consider ourselves a community-driven platform. So when we hear from the community, when we hear how about this, how about that, and it starts to make sense, it fits with what we're, we're building and what we, what we think the platform should be, then it can happen in a matter of weeks, depending on the complexity and what that is. All right, so um, let's start with questions from you guys. I'll let those start to trickle in, and then we'll try to answer questions immediately. But in the meantime, as, I, as we get started, I just want to give a quick... I'm going to take a hand, a stab at giving a quick overview of what Sweet Dash can do, um, and and maybe even introduce some new features. So, Sweet Dash essentially is a place where you and your team and your uh, clients, prospects, can interact in a white labeled software platform, right? So we give you the ability to customize the URL, customize all the uh, parts of the platform including the email notifications. So when your clients log in, they, they can be see something as simple as what you're seeing here, which is a portal page that's set as a start page. Uh, the menu has been completely stripped of all items except for what I want this, this particular type of client to see, who is a payroll client. Uh, I'm pre presenting data to this client that's unique to this client, okay? So this is an image placeholder that's returning the avatar of the client. This is a placeholder, returning the name, placeholder, placeholder. These graphs are driven by custom data associated with this client only, meaning for this client it's 25 percent, 33.75, but I can change to a, if another client logs into this dashboard and is assigned to this dashboard, they will see the values associated with their profile. And we have many, many different ways to use this dynamic data to create a dashboard that works in your use case um, that accomplishes your goals that lets you create a unique dashboard for each type of client maybe you create one for payroll clients and you create one for um, tax prep clients and one for wealth management clients um, so bookkeepers here you probably have a lot of that a lot of payroll and and um, quarterlies and things like that so as you're Clients log in, they can easily access files, they can schedule an appointment as easy as this, or just click a button. And this, but we make it where these buttons can be easily um, targeted to the correct place where that can happen. So, um, somebody's saying, let's see, let me take a look at the chat here and we'll move to that for a second. All right, there's our chat. And I see a question. <clears throat> I think it's relevant, so that's why I stopped for a second. Okay, uh, Terry, one second. Shamika says, "Okay, uh, I need help with creating the portal pages like the examples. I used the template, but it doesn't look nice like that. Uh, this template, you mean, Shamika?" 
yes. Okay, so uh, it should look exactly like this. It should pull all the custom CSS. Uh, you would need to have uh, replaced the placeholders for the data here in the charts, but this background should be there. All this should be there. And yes, if you need help, though, absolutely. Email help at sweetdash.com. Best thing you can do is create a... Well, yes, yeah, Shamika, but you can change this. You can change this to anything you need. You can you can adjust this just a starting layout to illustrate, right? So these dashboards, there's no way we can make dashboards that would work for every use case. What we try to provide is just this starting place where you can say, oh, okay, I, I understand. I can do, this would be, I'd rename this, and then I replace the data placeholder with data that matters in my business. Um, and just a way for you to see how this is constructed, right? Let's go to the, um, actually, here's the page, right? So as you load this plat load this template, you'll see this is a progress bar uh, block, and this is a image placeholder block. Right? Okay, Shamika, but we'll we'll have other versions of these these dashboards that come out. But I mean, I think the way to start is just with something simple that works for you, and make a list of what data you're trying to get across. Decide how many columns you want to use and try to build something what data could you use in a chart and just dis display graphically like that then you would need to for example if i go in here and i edit this particular dot um data i'm the source of the data is a custom field right and i choose the custom field uh here this is the name of the custom field document needs which I created specifically to power this uh, graph, right? And then, so it's all set at 50% here because, of course, we don't know the, the client right now. But as soon as the client logs in, we'll have, we, we go and get the data for that particular client and return it into these. Yes, this one is geared towards tax prep, bookkeeping, but it's really not... Even in that, even in that niche, everyone is different, right? Everyone does has different uh, services that they offer, um, different things they want to report, different things they want to show clients, etc. So, uh, there, I can go out on a limb and say there won't be one that'll be a perfect fit for you. Uh, you'll have to take it, take what's here, and adapt it to your business. Yep. All right, let's go. Terry says. Customized client portals show a to-do list for signing contracts, uploading certain docs. Okay, good. Terry, you're describing perfectly a feature that is on our roadmap for Q2. It's not actually listed on the roadmap, but it is an additional item that we're build that we'll be building in the next months. It's called Journeys. That's what we call it. Uh, Journeys is imagine in your case a customer or client journey consisting of milestones where they will be exactly that. There will be steps along the way which you define. It'll say, okay, you know, step one, you need to sign this contract. Step two, and it'll be something they can come back to over and over again and, and also have widgets associated with it that will let them know, um, okay, you've completed this one, and then even email reminders that will, be, that will go out every two days or three days. You can configure that to... Remind them, hey, you're in the, you're on step three. Here's what we need from you. 
And um, so that's the whole point of the feature is to take a high level approach at creating a journey for your clients that um, can incorporate all the many functionalities that we have in the platform for them. Things like pay this invoice, approve this proposal, um, sign this contract, as you say, upload this document, uh, etc. And some of the steps you know, will we'll make it so that the milestones can be auto-completed by some action from the client side, but we'll also make an option for you to manually make a step um, require manual completion or approval. So in the case that, for example, they you need them to upload some documents, well, we know that they uploaded some files, but we have no there's no way for us to know if those documents fit the description of what you need, meaning they have the right content, they're properly formatted, they're properly signed. Only you can know that for your business. So maybe it's the kind of thing that you say, yes, I want them to upload files, and then I want the system to hold and wait for a manual approval from my side and then you can decide, you can configure who will be sent that email. They would be able to uh, review the documents in this case and approve or deny. And that would, if they approve, that would move the client to the next step. So this is a future feature. Future feature? Yep. Of using, consolidating all the functionality, many of the functionalities that we already have. And consolidating that with in context of triggers, actions, etc. So kind of a layer on top of what we have that exactly fits what you're asking for. Okay, let me see. All right, Samir says, let me just say I'm loving Sweet Dash. Thank you. That's good, Samir. Finally setting mine up. I have sales guy knocking on local, but they, like, they will be on commission only. How can I use Sweet Dash so that I can see their clients and sales commissions plus how many salespeople can I have so you're using one sweet dash account and you're adding these each of these guys in as salespersons Samir yes yes exactly Noel is is helping that's correct so what you can do Samir is you would um, oh Shamika you're talking about journeys I think got it I think so Great. All right, Samir, so you would, Adam, this as, as salespeople, you would come up with the proper mechanism for you to add as leads, prospects, or cl clients. I'm going to think, say you would go with leads or prospects. And then the salesperson visibility feature is a great one for you. So when, if a lead or a prospect is added without a salesperson specified they go into what we're calling the pool or you know they're on the table or which depending on, on your sales organization and then a salesperson can claim any unclaimed uh, clients and when they or prospects when that happens those prospects become invisible to all other salespersons uh, what you can also do and what might be a, a good mechanism for you is to create a separate intake form for each one of those salespersons let's go to intake forms uh, create a separate intake form for each salesperson Samir and in that intake form you can specify which salesperson uh, the lead or prospect will be assigned to okay so if I go in uh, let's just create a new one 
I'm gonna do an intake form. This means an intake form is adding new contacts into your CRM, somebody that's not in your CRM at all, and you wanna add them in, okay? So first thing you'll do is set a title and specify, and in, in this case, you would uh, add the title, the name of the salesperson, I would say, right? And then here, you would specify the role, probably lead or prospect, but we'll just say prospect. And then anyone that's added through this particular form, you're going to assign to salesperson X or Y, whoever's in your list. There's not any in this account. Okay, and then after that's done, after you complete, that's just part of it. You can also specify all these other actions and automations that will happen to each person who completes this form. Then you can go to link embed. Let's just do this, it's not a published form. And you can get a direct link to that form here this is a branded link and this here is here because i didn't save the form it's not a new it's not saved and completed uh, and then you'll pass this link to that salesperson and they can use this link to bring new people into the account and they'll be essentially credited not credited but they'll be auto automatically claimed to that salesperson assigned to that salesperson and then that salesperson will be able to manage that that contact that lead prospect and um, interact with them okay and that's the beginning of what you what you're after now further you asked about see their clients you would be able to yes you could be able to filter by salespersons and then sales commissions we don't track sales commissions but you would be able to um, see when you make a sale you will be able to see what client that what salesperson that client was assigned to and maybe make your uh, calculations based on that manually for now and then maybe in the future that be something we could figure out how to um, one of our future features might work for you I gotta stop saying future features yeah <laughs> upcoming features that sounds a lot better okay good Samir yep exactly what it's designed for um, you get a you get a unique branded link right to um, To an intake form that's kind of designated exactly for that salesperson, they can use that to, and they can use it themselves. It's it's a non-logged link, which was what's so cool about it. So, you know, you can just email that to a contact. Your salesperson can use it themselves as long as they're not logged in in the same browser. They want to use an incognito browser. I need to be careful to say, so that it's it's a non-logged situation. <laughs> and. Uh, even your salesperson can fill it out right there with the person on, I mean, even on their mobile device, right? Standing there looking at them and asking them the questions and then the form gets submitted. They're in the CRM. They're assigned to the salesperson. Everybody's happy. Okay. Yes, we need to, Noel, we need to have a new video series called Future Feature, Future Features that I can uh, try to get tongue-tied on. All right. All right, Terry. Uh, Terry says, where's the best place to store client passwords and login info that I use for their bookkeeping? All right, disclaimer, Terry. Uh, it's, it's fine to store them here. This is an encrypted system. It's very secure, but, but something is critical. If, if it's a critical password, I mean, it's just really hard for me to say, sure, go ahead and store it in, in the system. Even, of course, credit cards we never store here. 
Exactly. Yeah. And this is a HIPAA. This we are HIPAA compliant system, so you you can store those things here, and and we do take all the necessary precautions. But I don't. We don't claim ourselves as a password manager. We don't hold credit card information. We send those to a third party. Um, there are certain places where you just, even as a HIPAA compliant platform, you want to be careful to advise against uh, towards certain things. So, but, but with that said, Terry, what I would probably do is store it at a portal page, right? Um, and we do have customers that do this. This is our deal stage functionality. Let's leave that in case we need it. You could store them in notes for each client would be a possibility. So let's say Miss Carmen here, I wanted to add a note. I could add a password, username, password, the account here and add the note and put the note date and then those are available in their in their profiles. That's one way to do it and, and kind of easily tag it to each client. Fran, well, let's, let's create one and let's go ahead and see. So if you create a new portal page, one way to do this, and I know this is being done by a lot of our agencies, is um, they create password pages for their clients. So in this case, let's do, uh, I have this client logged in another browser. We're going to call this, and you can even assign staff members, portal pages now. You can assign clients, ex externals, what we call externals and internals. So this would be a good functionality related to passwords and that way you can de designate who can access this and we'll just call this um, passwords and let's do a better let's say account okay so that means it's going to be in that category and now you can just create um, passwords here okay and now I'll just save but what you can do here, and I know what people do is, is in a lot of cases, their clients lose track of their login credentials and they not only do you need to access it, but the clients want to access it as well. And in this case, you can save them here. Only this one client will ever have access to this page. No one else can see it. And then on this side, on the client side, let's refresh so we get here. Here's our new billing dashboard, by the way, my billing dashboard. This is on the client side. They can see all their open invoices, pending proposals, estimates, any subscriptions that they have. They can manage any subscription that they have. They can add card, credit cards on file here very easily. These cards are stored in your gateway, and we only reference them from there. And in the future, you'll also have uh, billing ACH, bank ACH information possibilities here account balances here if you run on an account balance you can deduct from account balances a lot of plans for this functionality bringing other things together but let's go to pages account passwords so your client would be able to access this from here from their side and you from your side so this is a pretty flexible way to provide a service you know a, a value add to your client side and say not only do we we provide a place that you can get, come. You need to log in, of course, first, which is the secure side, uh, and then you can access your password, see your passwords to all your accounts there as well, and you can keep them there as well and access them from there. All right, let's head back and make sure we are. So, Fran, can I password a page? 
we don't have a place that you can a way that you can make a page publicly available with only a password at this point but this page for example is password protected by the login of the client but yes i understand yeah that's that could be something in the future that we that we work towards not difficult just um like an it's a nice to have i think is the way is your here's a good question is your platform only for accounts brian no 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 definitely not um we have it, it, it would surprise you to hear some of the niches where people are using uh, all the way from dog groomers to automotive shops to i mean i can't even it's i can't even talk about all the variety so this is this is we make this so that it can be extremely flexible and fit almost any I mean any niche really you could use this in any kind of um, business and build using the building blocks that we provided to serve clients anything that you are working with a team collaborating with your team and uh, communicating with your clients Okay, let me make sure I missed everything. Got everything. Login, yes. Future feature. Okay, good. Let's go down. That's correct, Noel. Yes, we do have a, a a healthy community of accountants, bookkeepers, tax prep, but additionally attorneys. A lot of web design, a lot of graphic design, a lot of coaching and consultants. Um, like Shamika is here, she represents that that niche. There's many, many different niches, and anyone that's looking to present a very professional and custom uh, presence to their clients, um, and and even onboarding, onboarding is one of the maybe the most overlooked ways that the platform can be used, and you know that involves the intake form that we just looked at so I have it up somewhere I had one here let's go back and then I'll look at the questions here let's see yes friends correct event managers web design photographers health insurance sales okay yeah Brian sure yeah um, that's that's a lot of that so you can keep so what you would do is you would keep you would create custom fields right so you would just come here and create custom fields or you can create them on the fly even as you're as you're uh, building an intake form intake form is usually asking these questions as as you're onboarding someone but here's where you can create custom fields of any description right so you you would create one called whatever financial and policy information you want to create the fields for then these become uh, data data piece, pieces of data in every client's uh, every contact's profile, and the data can be of course different for each each contact. And in that way, then you um, would use here's your list of contacts, which you can dig through the data there. Also, you would want to try to use circles. Let me just make sure I'm showing everything here. Circles is our sort of grouping mechanism where you you almost certainly have uh, different types of clients, right? You have ones that fit one description that need one treatment 
type of treatment and experience and then clients that fit another. And in that case, you want to use what we call circles, right? And so circles become a grouping mechanism, yes, but it's also a permit permissioning structure so that I can apply access, I can grant access to certain f shared folders here uh, or, or pages here, and even the menu I can build based on circle. So I can do a lot of things based on just the circle, and then every person in the circle experiences the same experience, right? So if you have a group, yeah, group health or group financial or whatever you have going on, you'll create a circle for it, okay? Then you can create a start page, which serves as a dashboard for that particular type. You'll assign that start page to the um, circle here. This would be group, for example. And that means that any time that someone that you place in that group, that circle, when they log in, they'll be redirected to this particular page, which will serve as their unique dashboard and starting point for their portal experience. And from here, you build uh, uh, paths into the other experiences that you need, the other functionality that you need. Your messaging is here. Your your inst maybe in a lot of people will start with um, very unique, bespoke, created instructions on how to use the portal because it's your portal. You designed it. You brainstormed how it should work, how they should operate when they hand land there, and then often making a video about that or explaining here's here's welcome to our portal here's what you should expect here's how you navigate here's how you do this and you do that and this is you building your own software essentially right now it doesn't you don't have to take it to those levels you can just use a CRM and have all your clients you can onboard them using an intake form you can store all the data here and you can just be organized or you can extend over time as you as you build and and get a base and a foundation uh, you can extend to really automate your onboarding, automate processes, move them from one stage to another, uh, and and streamline a lot of your business processes that normally would would take manual work. In the future, um, you can streamline those and automate them. And then the the real advantage over time right is your clients or your customers who would normally let's say you're an accountant or where you're how many phone calls do you get every day or week where someone says hey i'm i'm trying to get a loan for a house can you send me the last three years of tax returns yes all right so now you have to you have another job for that day right or if that person that client becomes acclimated and trained on how to use your portal those things are securely kept in the file management for that particular person. They know that. It's faster for them just to log in, go and grab their tax returns, download them. They know they can access them there anytime, and therefore they didn't call you, and you don't have a job, and you're free to work on other things that continue to make money and grow your business. So take that allegory and extend it to whatever your business is. You, you probably make an association there. And this is how you build over the course of time something like Sweet Dash, where you're essentially building your own software, your own portal, your own experience. And this makes your business stronger and um, more profitable over time for sure.
All right, let's see. What other questions do we have? I wanna make sure that everybody gets a chance to have their questions answered. Let's go and look at, um, see who, who's using the proposals feature here. I, I think I know a few of you here might be using that. Let's see. Yes, marketing. We'll talk about that in a minute, Brian. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's make sure I'm missing, missing questions. Okay. All right, Vibov. Let's look. Best, easiest way to import multiple clients and their discussions from a custom-built platform. Well, it's hard to say. So I think what you're saying is that you have another piece of software with a database that was built around where you have clients and then you have other types of data, including discussions, that you need to get into Sweet Dash. Is that right? Okay, Tanya. Tanya, right? Okay. Yes, Shamika, that's on the way. Yep. Tanya, this is the uh, client side view of proposals. Let's take a look at the admin side as well. All right, so yes, Tanya and Vibov, I'll get to you afterwards. Yep. All right, so Tanya, what you're going to do is you're going to create a proposal. You can add as many pages as you'd like. You can preview, the, preview that live here and even make edits live here in the preview. So here's your preview. You can reorder pages like this. You can edit the content here and go back into save mode. You can completely customize the sidebar, all the colors, the font, everything associated with that. Um, and there, there are a lot of options. I won't go through all of them. You can also completely assign, you can assign actions that will happen automatically after the proposal is accepted, right? So you can, you choose from any one of these actions and configure them to happen. And in some cases, for example, convert to invoice, you can redirect the client immediately to the invoice um, after they accept. So for payment, right? It's like we have a small translation issue right there. All right, that should be resolved shortly. So these are, um, this is the admin side, right? And then on the, when you uh, save this and finalize it, it sends an email notification and an in-app notification to your prospect or client, whoever this is, and Additionally, it, you can take a link. If you are, want, don't want to do it that way, you can grab a link from the list. Let's go back out. And you can send the link as a non-logged link, meaning they don't have to log in to view it. Here, copy approved link. And now you can just take this link off your clipboard and send it in an email. They can access it without logging in. So this is convenient when you are dealing with a new client and you just don't, they're not ready to commit to logging in and viewing things. So it's a non-logged view. And then as they work their way down, they, they can look through all the pages. 
which can be, of course, a rich formatting. We have templates in the template library. And then on the last page, always, is the accept and sign, where they can either type in their name or they can choose to do the standard scribble and accept. And in this case, as soon as this happens, it triggers all the configured actions and sets this to assign. We also give you the ability to create a thank you page after this. You would see that on the um, on the admin side. So it's a nice way to start off an interaction with a with a with a client or prospect, and then move them directly in the system to pay the invoice, sign contracts, etc. All this can happen directly from here, and everything is completely configurable. As um, now, see how we have one value of the proposal. This is a this is one of the first iterations, and and there's a few other uh, improvements, of course, over time. But we do have coming the ability. The reason I asked about this is because we will be bringing in the content block editor. So as of now, we only have the uh, WYSIWYG editor, our standard WYSIWYG here for each page. But we will be implementing the block editor that you see here. So this this editor will be implemented in the uh, proposals so that you can add columns and be very uh, much more much more freedom to add all sorts of blocks, videos and uh, embeds, separate all these to so that you can be creating rich content with without HTML knowledge or um, just point and click. And you'll be able to do that in each page. One of those blocks will custom build a block for here, Shamika, and this is what you're referring to. That that block would allow you to set options so that as the client is moving through, and in, and I'll just explain for everybody's benefit, as the client is moving through, they would be presented with a choice block, as we call it, and they would be able to check or uncheck services which would have associated monetary values and based on the services that they uh, specify, the total amount of the proposal that they are agreeing to is modified. And then on the accepted sign, when they sign, they'll be signing for that amount that they selected based on the options. Did I summarize that well, Shamika? I think so. And so that'll be that's a coming coming soon functionality in Q, in Q2. Yeah. It's not very far away. It's already on the planning board, so on the way. Tanya, did that help you understand the proposals feature? Other questions, please? If so, if not. All right, great. Okay. Um, Vibov, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. So, yes, we do have a client import. It's not built to handle any specific system, meaning there's not a standard file that you could grab and say, I'm going to import from X or Y, but it's fairly flexible. Yeah. So what I mean is it's not going, you're not going to be able to import quote unquote conversations that would then somehow match our conversations in messaging or client talk or team talk. And I think you know that. I mean, if you know much, if you kind of understand databases and things like that, unless they were built to work together and built specifically to map to each other, then that's not going to work. 
what can work is you could create custom fields, right? As we showed showed before, creating a custom field that maybe a uh, paragraph or a let's get contacts, and you could do a multi-line text area, and depending on the um, amount of data in that quote-unquote conversation you could store that in a custom field like this. So if you could get it into JSON format or you know into CSV, if you can bring it in and map it into map that that value or that column to this this custom field. And then you could use of course first name, last name, email address and all the other ones that we have in the import and the import is pretty powerful and flexible. Uh, that could be your solution, right? To let's see Import contacts here. Gregston, cool question. Like it. All right. Can I use Sweet Dash as a main website with links to other pages? Not yet, Gregston. Not yet. So that's not a no, is it? So what do I mean? We're moving steadily towards the ability. Um, we just looked at the the builder the content block editor as we call it here. Um, with this, you could create a web page for sure. You could put an image all the way across the top and you just saw the um, this functionality, right? I mean, this is pretty close to a website, right? I mean, it's got a logo, it's got a header image, it's got a menu. Um, so we're moving towards the ability to take um, all these pages that you can build individually, group them in a way that you say, all right, all these pages are grouped by this quote unquote theme, which means uh, when you use a theme, you would be able to share things like CSS, you would be able to have a shared footer, a shared header, and then using a shared menu, then you essentially have a website. And that is our, that's one of our ultimate goals is to bring that into, into play. Because what can you do if you have, a, have that, right? Um, let's just go to, now this is not a website built by SweetDash. This is a, a WordPress website that we use for demo purposes. But if I had a SweetDash website that I could then embed my, um, intake forms on let's see this one right so here's my sweet dash powered website imagine in, in the future i'm embedding my intake form so this is an intake form from sweet dash and then when they a non-logged user lands here and they complete this information it goes right into your crm uh, also a file drop box right you could have like oh come to my uh who was it earlier that needed uh file upload, right? I can't remember if it was Tanya or someone else. Uh, Terry, maybe. Yep, so what this is, this is kind of a hacked, a little, I won't call it hacked, but a creative adaptation. How about that? Um, this is taking a file request feature, the feature that we have that you can all access from here, request files. And this just allows you to send an email that you that gives them a non-logged link that results in a file upload that is very easy to use and been tested with super non-techy people. You just take this link, 
and send it to them. And all they have to do is click upload files and it uploads directly into your account. You get notified. There's no size limit here. Okay. So what I've done over here is just embedded that link in an iframe on the website so that now I could, if I was running this business, I could say to my clients, hey, you need to get a file to me. Just go to my website, click Dropbox, and then choose files, enter your name, and upload that file. And when they enter their name and email address, that means I know who it's from. It gets uploaded, no size limit, no problems, super easy, right? But now I'm doing this by iframe, but in the future, if the web website's developed by or provided by SweetDash, then that, we don't even need an iframe. We can just show it, print it right on the screen. Yep, and that's just the beginning of what can happen. So additionally, right, if uh, let's, let's go back to the marketing. Someone asked about marketing. Let's see. So here, marketing, right? So we have a, a complete email marketing uh, toolkit here. So similar to something like MailChimp or Constant Contact. Uh, when you send the, send out these emails, we would be able to track and and um, tag your the people you're sending to, and then if we had the website as well, then that means when that person lands on the website, any page of the website, we would know that and be able to use that as a signal to maybe send you an email and say, hey, this person, this person that you sent this email address, email to, because we'll know their email address because we'll associate that with the tag. And we'll send you an email and say, this person just landed on your website, right? So now you have two signals. You have one, this person was interested enough to give me their email address. I sent them a marketing email and they just landed on my website. So what would you do if you were a savvy website or I'm sorry, uh, business owner? Maybe give them a call or, you know, send them an email. And they'll they'll think, wow, how do they know I was just they were I was just on their website, right? So this is a this is a um, service that is usually provided by embedding a script on your website and paying someone like Infusionsoft or uh, Keep or these other solutions that are out there. But for sure, they they provide the service, but you have to kind of integrate it on your website, make sure it's working, you know plug all those plugs together and make sure they stay plugged and they don't come unplugged and all this it becomes difficult. Now, can it happen? Sure. A lot of people have that working. It's an advanced trick, but it can work. Uh, but if SweetDash can provide it to you all in one bucket, all designed to work together and all pre-configured, then I think that's a little bit easier, right? Brian says, I want to set up marketing tracks that automatically send and do select items. Well, you can sort of do that, Brian. I, I don't know. I can't infer too much meaning from what you what you said there. Um, but we looked a little bit earlier at um, at, let me just try to uh, see how I want to approach this, at our triggered actions functionality. And part of that is, you autom okay, so that we, that's an autoresponder functionality. We have that already built in, Brian. 
and that's part of the marketing. So you'll see if you go into list, you can look at autoresponders or just search autoresponders in the uh, help documentation. But if you go into, um, let's see, manage actions, I, this is not the place that you would do it, but I, the, this is, these actions are similar everywhere. You'll see that you can add and remove from email marketing lists. And so this is the way that depending on the action uh, your prospect or client takes, you can move them from one experience to another. Okay, so let's say you set up five different drips that um, each one designed to adapt to whatever stage that you need them to be in, right? And uh, once they complete whatever action in the platform uh, designates for you, moving from stage one to stage two, for example, then you would program you would configure here to remove them from email marketing list one which is the first messaging and add them to email marketing list two which would then of course start them on the drip associated with that new list so in many places in the app and I mean even in places like for example um, make sure I go to the right place here uh, oh yeah company profile and settings okay so even in places like where you, that you can designate when they, right, here we go. So trigger actions, these actions, when a prospect confirms their account and logs in the portal, and this is for a client. So depending on, um, we have two options for prospect and for client. These are two different roles that you can set when you're adding people to the platform. But let's say it's a prospect. So you're, you set them on one email marketing drip uh, while you're courting them, right, and you sent them a join the portal, but they haven't clicked join the portal yet. They are, you know, take a few days, but you keep that drip keeps reminding them, hey, don't forget, we sent you the link to join the portal. You got to jo join the portal and see what's going on. Then they join the portal. Well, then this is our inflection point here that you can t say, okay, now let's turn them off that messaging and turn them on to the, I'm going to remove them from the pre-join the portal list and move them to the post-join the portal list. Now I start a complete new round of messaging on them. All right, so, um, <laughs> all right, suspect, is, uh, are you playing Among Us? I have to ask, Brian, that's just a joke because i got kids that play that. They told me that I'm sus. <laughs> All right, so um, I want to set up marketing tracks that automatically send and do select items, automatically send emails every 30 days, then set for phone calls, and yeah, don't worry, you're not missing anything. Then set for phone calls, and then keep dripping emails. Okay. Every 30 days for how long, Brian? I mean, there's a limit, so I think you should say like, um, what, like 12 or 20 or something like that is it the same email every 30 so what you could do is set up a drip every 30 days you're gonna send a new email uh, in our world you can set up an event template to make this happen pre you can pre-schedule phone calls categories it, it doesn't have to be the same email the autoresponder you can set you can build out as many as you want into the future let me let me go there while I'm st still talking uh, three categories. So what you'll want to do more than likely 
Brian, is is our roles are a little they're not meant to be uh, flexible in the way I think you're thinking of. So you'll probably want to use prospect or client as the role and then use circles to uh, divide them as the, as the grouping mechanism because that will give you the most flexibility on how their, their experience is based on their circle affiliation. So there's some advice there. Uh, no, we don't have microphone, which can be text. So... Um, not the same email. Let's go here, and I will. Let's do it here, and then we'll go to autoresponder. Okay. So there's the autoresponders tab is associated with the list, and from here you can build a series of follow-ups. Down these are designed to be sort of short-term, one after thirty minutes, two hours, one day, three days, seven days, twelve days, eighteen days. In your case. It'll be 30, 60, 90, however, and each one can be different. And when you click into these, you're just building an email. Now, if you have questions that are, what, what I suggest that you do, and this, is, this won't be the place to sort of explain everything that you need, but what I suggest you do is use a screencast video, screencast video software, and show your screen, use your microphone, Explain as much as you need to explain with a, um, sometimes we see diagrams, we see those kind of things, and just, you know, explain that to, and send that to our help team at help at sweetdash.com. They'll do their best to uh, point you in the right direction, which almost certainly will be something like the academy or the documentation. But I understand that you're trying to see, you're trying to find out if it'll work for you on the surface level before you go deeper. And that's the best way to do that, is to record that video, explain yourself, explain your business, explain what you need, and send that to the help team. That really helps. Keeps you from typing out a novel, keeps us from reading a novel, and it gives a whole lot of context. Screencast videos are awesome. If you don't have anything like that, let's see, go to uh, Loom is... Loom extension for Chrome. Here, Loom for Chrome, right? And you can install this directly. And it makes it super easy, right? Uh, we don't have, no, you can't, you can't pay us, but we have what are called um, agency partners that are exist for that exact purpose. Okay, so you can see that, get that from our website, from partners, agency partners. I, I really want to hear the <laughs> almost I'm ready to turn the microphone in on just to hear what suspects is all about. That's awesome. Or is it legal? I mean I guess you're dealing in some kind of legal part, Brian. Cold calls? Okay. Cool. Health insurance. All right. Awesome. Well I, I think you I mean I think you're on the right track. There's not many platforms out there that give that that I don't think there's any, but I, I try to, you know, not say n never. I'm not aware of any platforms that have the kind of flexibility and power that this one does to create your own experiences, create your own um, pathways, your own client journeys, etc. cetera. Uh, so it, it, I would say it's worth your, it's worth your, 
time to investigate and decide if this, this can work for you. All right, so um, thank you guys. Let's see, any other questions? I think we, we're, we're coming near the end. I hope, Brian, that's a good path for you to at least continue your investigation. Um, there's a couple of couple of ideas for you. Samir's offering to to get some help as well. So great. All right. Any other questions from our from our audience here? Okay, Shamika, go ahead. While you're typing that, Shamika, I want to see if anyone else is interested in the Champions League semifinals game today. Two games, actually. <laughs> Probably not. I guess I'm the only crazy person that is interested. It's uh, soccer match. Soccer matches. Yeah. Liverpool is playing Real Madrid. It's like two of the powerhouses in world football going against each other today. Hey, Terry. Yeah, I got well, we got some employees here that are uh big Madrid fans, so we're we're taking taking a few shots at each other today. Hope but we'll all have fun, yeah. Like the ability to add people to marketing lists just a single person. So we have that Shamika. You can go right to the marketing list and add them directly. Um Just as a spreadsheet. <laughs> yes, thanks, Samir. <laughs> Samir gets it. Yep. Samir knows who Zidane is. I'm old enough to remember seeing him play, uh, not just coach, but yeah, he's a legend for sure. Uh, let's go, Shamika. So we'll take a look uh, back here. Add subscribers form, and then right here, Shamika, you'll just say if you have their first name, last name, and email, you can do that, or you can just use only the email address, and this is your format, and then just click add. Yeah, I mean, Samir, I can't argue with you. I mean, really, people forget how great he was. And then, yeah, the headbutt in the World Cup versus Italy. Wow. Talk about losing losing your head for sure. Uh, does that answer your question, Shamika? And then we'll close it out. Okay, great. All right, for all you all the rest of you guys, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for stopping by. You can come. We're welcome back anytime, every week. It's no problem. Just come on back, and if you have the time and you have the interest and you want to ask a question, this is not a one-time only thing. We try to do it every week. Occasionally, the schedule gets twisted a bit, and um, since I insist on doing these on my own, myself, then sometimes we have to cancel, and I know that's a little annoying, but I apologize in advance if that happens to you, but we try to do this most weeks that, we, that everything lines up for us. If you haven't yet, join the community at community.sweetdash.com. That's where our Fresh on Live announcements are. You'll be the first one to know about new features. A week later, we tell everybody else, but you get a week to be the, the first in the know, and also you can communicate uh, with other suite mates, 
share ideas, answer questions, offer help, etc. So that is something that's open to you and um, myself and our team are fairly active there as well if you want to get some interaction. It's not guaranteed, but we, we were hope we're hoping to build a community that's sort of self-contained and thrives on its own and we'll find leaders and helpers there. Um, but we're doing our best to help that help that process along. So thanks for any participation that you have there. We'll see you guys next week if you're around. Otherwise, have a great rest of your day. Thanks a lot.